Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. I tell you what, we have uh, two great crappie anglers here. And uh, I'm pretty excited because, uh, John, this first time I met you. Yeah. But Kevin over here, I've written all <laughs> kinds of uh, articles about. And I finally got to meet him in person. Like uh, so, uh, And hopefully we'll get to have a little boat time with uh, both of you. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, John, tell them uh, who you are and a little bit about yourself. Uh, John Harrison, uh, Jonesboro, Louisiana. Uh, I live right there on a the reservoir called Caney Creek. Uh, you know, I also fish Darbone, Washtenaw River, uh, mainly crappie fish, live scope. Uh, and Kevin here, he's my tournament partner. Uh, uh-huh. We fish the ACTs and crappie masters. All right. And, and Kevin, how uh, about you? Yes, sir. Kevin McCarley, uh, North Alabama. I currently live in Ardmore, Alabama. Um, Wheeler Lake is pretty much my home lake but i fish gunnersville pickwick wilson all the tennessee river lakes there in north alabama so how does someone from uh, alabama and uh, louisiana <laughs> how do you guys end up teaming together because you're not fishing just last year uh the gunnersville tournament was the first time i'd actually met john uh, uh-huh. they came up to fish the act on gunnersville and uh freezing I, cold freezing cold 15 degree weather uh, actually, we were over putting rod holders on John's boat because the live scope uh, bite was so tough. Right. And we actually got a second place finish spider rigging. Oh. Which these we, days in these tournaments is almost unheard of. But that is. On Gunnersville, you know, we know Gunnersville, I do, and, and right. I knew the grass. And uh-huh. that, that was the key to spider rigging was spider rigging that grass uh, because you could not see those fish in that grass with live scope. So you just had to trust and know that those fish were there in that area at that time. Right. And push those baits right over that grass, and those big blacks would come up out of that grass and just tear it up. We knew they were in there, but we, I could not catch them. I could right. not catch those fish, uh, especially live scoping. And uh, we were almost finna mount those rod holders in my boat to push, push jigs. But right. uh, I found something, uh, you know, in a spot that, that more suited us. And uh, we were fortunate he got second, we got third right. uh, in that tournament. But uh, it was a good tournament. We, we it, just hit it off from the first right. time we met and, uh, you know, knew we was going to be friends from then on, and it just worked out great. So uh, I had to partner up this year. Right. It takes then, takes a lot of unselfishness to do team fishing for right. crappie now. Used to, you had to have two people. Right. Nowadays, it's almost a one-man game. One man in the net. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, right. The, and you the, just, you know, ever who's really pretty much on that day is the one that will catch the fish. And, and that varies, right. you know, tournament to tournament, day to day between us. But whoever's on the fish, the other one is working the back of the boat. I right. mean, right. If, if Kevin's hot today, I want him to catch every fish we can, vice versa. And uh, right. we're, we're culling the fish, and the, the other one isn't keeping the fish alive, netting the fish. Uh, but it's pretty much a 50-50 deal between us. So tell us, Louisiana, what about Louisiana crappie fishing? So that's well, different. I'm, and we'll get to we'll get to Kevin up there in uh, God's know, country, Alabama. Yeah. I, I mean, we fish all over the country, and, and there's good crappie in different places. But we're right. fortunate enough uh, down in north Louisiana, uh, you know, south Arkansas, Mississippi, around in that area to uh, have a lot of big crappie. Right, uh, we're, we're fortunate compared to some lakes up north that have they have a lot of crappie, but the, the size they just don't quite have the size. But right. uh, most of it down there, cypress trees, stumps, uh, some open water fish, but uh, right. grass. Uh, it's a lot like Gunnersville and some of these other other lakes here in, in northern Alabama. Right. 
And, Kevin, how about those Alabama lakes? Man, I don't know if I agree with him on them big fish or not now. I've caught some pretty big fish up there in North Alabama. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, but, they uh, are. I'm <laughs> talking about up north. Once you start getting yeah, above the get, north. Yeah, you, once you, you, get, you get north that Mason-Dixon, yeah, you definitely get smaller fish. Yeah. But uh, North Alabama, I've, I'm just fortunate to live in an area. I've always said this since I was a kid. You know, we've got you've got hunting, you've got fishing. And right. like you said, it's yeah. God's country to me. I and mean, you've got – enough of a large city in Huntsville, you drive 20, 30 minutes away from there, you've got Gunnersville, you've uh-huh. got Wheeler, you've got some of the best crappie fishing. Some of the best crappie fishing. That there bass is, fishing. Bass fishing uh-huh. that there is right, right there at home. And I love it. Well, let's talk about gear. So, um, you guys, uh, whose boat are you usually using in the tournament? I'm uh, using mine most, most of the time. Yeah. So, what do you have for a boat? Uh, how's it, and 20, how's it rigged up? I'm running a 21 uh, Ranger, uh, you know, a 2021 20, Ranger. Um, fiberglass. Oh, yes, fiberglass. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm running two live scopes up front. I actually uh-huh. got three grass. I got two 12 side by side where I'll have an independent live scope and he'll have an independent live scope. Right. Um, I have a, another trolling motor mounted on a cornfield crappie gear mount, cornfield fishing gear mount right. that is, has the foot cut off of the trolling motor. So he uh-huh. actually has control of a whole different live scope than mine. Right. Um, and then we have another graft up there for mount, uh, for mapping. But uh, that The double live scope really comes in handy. You know, anybody that live scopes know you can't live scope two people at one time. That's right. You know, it's always going to be one guy pitching at a time. But what that does, and we've already seen it in a couple of our tournaments, he's looking at fish over here on this side. Well, I might turn that live scope over 40 foot to the left. I was, whoa, there's a big fish. Sitting right. on a stump over there. We, we might not would have seen. So. That we might not have seen with his just normal searching. Right. I'm searching too. So, you know, you get the benefit of both people searching for different fish. When you find the fish that you want, go get him. So uh, the uh, controls that you're using for, um, is it hand control, manual? No, sir. I'm or using a, is it a cornfield crappie? Well, I'm using a separate. What? We've got an old trolling motor. It's an right. old motor guy, I think. Like you uh-huh. said, he just cut the motor off of it. Right. Livesco- so I've got my own foot pedal. Right. Now, what you tend to do with that foot pedal, you get, tend to try to hit the gas too much. <laughs> you, know, you think you're going you to move. move. But, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, it's it's a, a really It's basically a trolling motor mounted on my trolling motor. Right. So. That's right. Yep. But I mean, that's for one. But the other, the other, the other on, transducers is on a, what? It's on mount? my main trolling motor. Oh, okay. It's on so my main trolling motor. We don't run them on poles. Okay. We, you don't use the, the electric no, uh, standalone servo electric no, one. Sir. No, no. Okay. I, I don't think that's a a good way to catch them if you're chasing roaming fish. Right. Uh, I think that works great if you're going to spot lock your boat and you're going to fish, say, a brush top that you're going right. to cast at. Point that boat into the wind, hit your spot lock, put your top over here to your right, and you got your, you know, your right. pole right. in your hand, and you can look at them and and fish them. Uh, that it works really good for that. But, but tournament fishing, uh, I'd rather have it on the trolling motor. Right. You've got to chase fish. You've got to see a fish. Go after that fish when you find the right one. So uh, talk about uh, the gear that you use. Uh, as a team so b&m poles of course um, uh-huh. talk what poles are you using though i love and my favorite pole is the 12 foot brush cutter it's okay. the one i'm the most comfortable with i've caught the most fish with it i think john john really likes either the stick and he's now gone to the 14 foot uh diamond uh-huh. double diamond series, the diamond yeah, diamond series. it's a sweet really rod it. uh, uh-huh. i like it it's got a it's got a lot of backbone and a good tip but if i'm somewhere where i'm gonna flip a fish 
right. uh, or in, in real thick timber, I like using uh, the stick. It's thirteen right. foot pole. It's got a lot of backbone. It's 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 not it's not as flimsy on the end. It doesn't have that big B and M you know tip like B and M's famous for. It's more of a, a, a live scoping boat flipping rod, and I love it. It's but, uh, a, it's they, actually a rod that they brought back. They yep, had right. in there. Yep. They had. And then they let it go. They weren't producing it probably because people weren't buying it because that was before the, the electronics. Right. And now all of a sudden they it, brought it, it back. And now they got the super sensitive they, one. They, they finally taught me into putting one in my hand. Uh, uh-huh. You know, Kent Driscoll and Bake Phillips was one taught me into trying it. And right. when I did, I, I would not put it down. Then the Diamond Series came along, and uh, they kept on trying to get me to use yeah. the Diamond Series. And I – I, I had them in my boat for I don't know what really? a, month, a probably. month or so, probably, and I never put one together. Really? Never really used one, and we went to Grenada, Grenada. and uh, uh, I put one together and told Kevin I said I'm gonna use this pole today, and uh, caught a three pounder right off the bat on it, you know. So, yeah, uh, I that's all I'm using right now. I got them out there on the boat now. But yeah, that's that's a it's a a cork handle. It has a carbon graphite fiber uh, reel seat that's inside there. It's a very sexy rod. Oh, when it comes to crappie fishing, that's it's, probably it's, a nice rod. it's not a white, it's not red, it's not orange, it's not purple, not green or pink. It's yeah. it's got it's got it's a good some, looking rod. Yeah. It's good and it, it feels great in your hand and you can hold uh-huh. it all day. He, he can test it. Really light. That, I, and yeah. I run a bait caster on mine. A lot of people run a spinning reel. I run a right. bait caster on mine. Um, but the, the, if we're going to cast those fish, say we're fishing some spooky fish or we're in the wind, we'll use a casting rod to cast okay. to them. And, and, and I like the 75 series, the new 75 series, uh, from uh-huh. B and M Kevin uses I, a sharp I love shooter. the sharpshooter, the six foot sharpshooter. Sharp I can take and just flip it underhand and get it out there. You can uh-huh. even shoot it like you're shooting a dock. Uh, are, are you, know, you guys using uh, braid? I do not. I nope. use I use fluorocarbon. Uh, fluorocarbon. Oh, most all the time uh-huh. I'm using fluorocarbon. I'm still a mono guy. You're still a mono guy. Mono. I'm the old. School. So you're high vis. Yeah, and I'm he's high no vis. vis. No, I'm running high vis. Oh, you are. Yeah. I'm running high, high vis fluorocarbon. Who who makes that? K9. Uh, oh, okay. K9, K9 makes that yeah. awesome uh, high vis uh, fluorocarbon line. Yep. Uh, and I use I, I stick with ten pounds. Some people use oh. twelve. Some people right. go down, but I use ten pound most okay. all the time. And and what are you using for uh, for your braid? Uh, well, what I use is a six pound mono always. Oh, that's right, yep. six pound and mono. The only way I'll step up is I'll go to like a ten on right. my on my brush cutter, right? On my long pole, uh-huh. but on my casting rod, I've either got a four or six. Four Most or six. of the time, I'm running a six pound mono. Let's I'll, talk. I'll run the six pound uh, high vis floor on my casting rod too, but I, oh, okay. I go down to a six pound on it. All right. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about lures because everyone loves lures. That's right. Oh yeah. That's right. If there's one way to uh, come home without any money in your pocket, you go to the tackle store. And that's right. You've bought lures. <laughs> oh yeah. That's right. And that's actually, right. like jig heads and stuff like that, they've they've actually improved them. I mean, the jig heads have have come leaps and bounds. The oh sickle, yeah. People yeah. are like sickle hooks in their jig heads, and I mean, they're redesigning their jigs so that they can get you know sickle hooks in them and and that stuff what are you guys using we, we both I fish hold. with uh i hold jigs uh uh-huh. sponsored by i hold but we believe in we'd fish with them if it wasn't sponsored by them right uh it's it's actually just a jig head it's got a hole all the way through the where the eyes would right. be and you can put your scent in uh-huh. uh, a lot of times we'll do that and use scent um but if on these jigs a lot of times when you throw them in the water and you're watching them on line scope the air will get caught where that eye socket is 
right and and as it bubbles as it's going down you can see it better on live scope so Uh that's another reason we use them too there you go soft plastics I'm I'm a slider guy. Okay. Always, right. I, I love crappie magnet. Uh, All right. You know, I'm a slider guy. Charlie Charlie and Carolina, those guys yep. have always been great to me. They were one of my first sponsors. Oh. And uh, I couldn't uh-huh. ask for a better group of people to be associated with. They, the great thing about being with Slider and being in both, is the fact that I used both of those products, crappie fishing, before I ever got into tournament fishing. Right. So it's great to be able to. You know, just transition from what I've always used, go into the tournament world, and still use the same baits and still catch fish with the same products. Right. Couldn't yep. be more proud to have both those people. So let's get some tips on uh, crappie fishing. Uh, we'll start. With, we'll start with you, John. Uh, give them a tip if if it's if they're going out and they don't have electronics. If they're going out and they're old school. If you're old school fishing. Uh, what's a good you're fishing tip? trees or you're fishing a brush pile. Yeah. Um, I'd say start out above them. Start out above the fish. Start out above the brush pile. Fish around the edge of the brush pile. Don't just immediately drop that jig right in that brush pile. Okay. Uh, you'll have a lot of fish that just hang out on the outside or, or hold up on top of that brush. And uh, you, you won't spook the whole bunch if if you'll try to pick those off around the edges first. And if you're not getting bit, then go down a little deeper. Fish right. around that jig, jig around that brush top, and then go down a little deeper until you figure out where they're at right. in the water column. Okay. And, uh, Kevin, how about you? How about a tip from, from you for someone who has live scope but they can't figure it out? What's a good tip? <laughs> like like I, uh, I bought this boy, thing. I I, that one. I well, oh, you, well the, be, the best tip to me is just get out there and spend time on the water. You've okay. got to learn to adjust your settings. You, you're going to look online. You're going to see different settings from right. Josh Jones, from Matthew Rogers, from different people. Right. But you've got to find your own settings that work for you. Uh-huh. Uh, generally, it's kind of the same for everybody, but um, – and live scope has just really, really changed the whole game. Right. Um, in tournament fishing. In, in tournament fishing. Yeah. It's, it's made it's, us realize some things we thought were true about crappie are aren't. true. And then we found some things out that aren't. And, right. and um, I've been asked, I've done some seminars on live scope. And, and the main thing everybody wants to ask is, what are your settings? What do you have your set right. at? Right. And I tell them, uh, we were doing one at the Grizzly Jig Show, and I told them, I said, you can walk downstairs and, and pick out 15 pros down there, and every one of them's settings is going to be somewhat <laughs> different. Exactly right. I think it's how your eye sees the screen. And, uh-huh. and the best tip I can tell somebody to learn how to use a live scope is spend time behind it. Right. Hours on the water looking at that screen. Uh, if you can see your jig and you can see the fish, you don't need to see anything else. Right. I mean, you can tweak it from there, but as long as you can see those two things, you can catch fish on a live scope. The biggest thing right. you got to accomplish once you get that live scope that I figured out is you've got to figure out what a crappie looks like. Exactly. You know, there was a lot of mistakes made on my own part when I first got it of uh-huh. catching drum, catching catfish. You, you would never think a catfish is going to look like a crappie, but he can get there and lay there next to that tree, and he'll look just like a crappie. Right. Um, so it's really just – Crappie identification is probably one of the toughest things for people that get live scope to learn to do, to learn to identify learn that crappie. Learn the species. Right. And, and a crappie most of the time, and John will tell you this, when you see them out there and you're scanning, your junk fish are going to be moving and darting around. Right. 90% of the time, that crappie is going to be sitting still. Dead still in the water. And that's, right. and that's the one you want to go after. And when you get close, he's going to try to take off and swim away 
they'll tend to have a tendency to go down into the mud. That's one thing uh-huh. I really learned about crappie. Right. They spend so much time in the mud. Really? A lot yes, more sir. time crappie than I ever, mud. ever thought. You know, people like Ronnie Capps and Steve Coleman, way prior to LiveScope, they knew this. They figured it out. That's right. uh, and the first time I heard it, I was like, well, that's crazy. A crappie right. in the mud? Come on. Uh, but it is a yeah. proven fact. They That's were right at. many years ago. Uh, these crappie love mud. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, we were, uh, I was doing a little pre-fishing at Lake Washington last week. Right. And, uh, I was fishing three foot of water with my live scope and I was actually spider rigging. Uh-huh. Try something different. See if we could do something different than the normal right. tournament thing. And, uh, I caught several nice tournament fish, but you never saw them on the screen until they came out of the mud. Right. They would just appear. You took a picture and, and of that I, one. Half the yeah. crappie, half the crappie from his head to his tail was covered in mud. Oh, Where really? He was half actually his body. laying in that mud. And that's the hardest thing to see on live scope is to see those fish that are in the mud. When they're on the bottom. That's right. Yeah. That's that's It's tough to see them then. So uh, that's that's a pretty good tip on that. How about uh, how about if you're bobber fishing? Well, if you're bobber fishing, do you use a bobber ever and uh, yes. pitch out and, and Kevin uh, does catch more them? I, I, oh, we'll you do. Him right. have that I, I okay. do because, I, you know, Wheeler Lake is okay. the flood control lake for that whole part of the Tennessee River. It's okay. going to get all the water because it's got all the area to push that water. So we have a lot of shallow flats uh-huh. on Wheeler. And the way I grew up fishing was when the water was down to nothing but mud and stumps, <laughs> we would walk out there with Dad right. or Granny. You know, my uh-huh. grandmother, big crappie fisherman, <laughs> big influence on me, you know. Right. And we would go out there and mark those stumps with a piece of pipe or something. Right. Then when the water comes up, oh, nice. that's the way you would go catch them back then. You know, uh-huh. a little John boat, you just throw your bobber past that stake, bring that minnow right back to it and let it sit because there was going to be a fish on that stump right. that time of year. So that's, uh-huh. that's kind of how I grew up that and also drifting as many cane poles is you could stick under each leg as a kid, right. you know, yeah. and you just drift over a stump flat. There's a lot of stump flats on Wheeler, and that's, oh, yeah. that, that's what I grew up fishing, yeah. a lot of a lot of shallow water fishing, and that's when I'll use a bobber now, even with live scope. You know, you've right. got a stake bed and five foot of water. You know, you can power pole down, you can spot lock, right. whatever, once you locate where it's at, and it's really simple to throw that, that bobber, especially with kids or people that aren't as experienced. Uh-huh. You can set that depth you want on that, on that bobber, throw it out there, let it set, and those fish will get it. What kind of bobbers do you like to use? I'm what use, style? I like, a, I like a slip cork style. A slip I like, cork. I, I like a slip okay. cork, and I, I'm a big fan just because, uh, you know, Wheeler, they, people love to push corks. So I don't right. do it, but they make those corks, just the regular foam corks with the right. slit in them. Yep. I love those because you can take them on and off. Never really clip your line with them. Right. It doesn't really abrade, you know, crop abrasion crop on your line. It makes a cork That's the right. same way that you can just slip right on your line slip. and peg. That's uh-huh. right. Uh, uh, and if you want to take it right back off, just pull it out, and your line comes right out the side of the, uh, the cork. So that's really handy. All right. Well, that takes us to uh, Tackle Time. Tackle Time is sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits, so you can uh, check them out at uh, picolures.com. And they do have uh, different lures for uh, crappie, walleye, stripers, whites, bass, everything that swims, game fish that you can eat, they got it. So you can check them out there at uh, picolures.com. 
And uh, that takes us up to if they wanted to find out more uh, about you, John, where would they go? Uh, Facebook, John Harrison uh, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, John Harrison Fishing, uh, YouTube, John Harrison Fishing. Uh, and this is John Harrison from Louisiana. Louisiana. <laughs> so we That is a really good crappie fisherman. And we, <laughs> we people should've. confuse us all the time. But uh, we, no, and, and, and we should have started with that. Yeah, like it just yeah. started the show. But uh, we got to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Louisiana's version, East Mississippi's right. version. That's right. He loves mud bugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good one. <laughs> and right. uh, Kevin, if they wanted to find out uh, more, about you, where would they go? Social media? Uh, be Facebook, be Kevin okay. McCarley. Um, I yep. don't have a separate fishing. It's just me, Kevin McCarley. Right. Uh, on Instagram, it's it's opposites McCarley Kevin. Right. Um, I'm also on YouTube, TikTok, and uh, yeah, also TikTok. if you want to check out some of my fishing, you can go to the Brush Pile Fishing app. Okay. Uh, I've done two two shows with Russ, right. and I've also actually already yeah. shot a third show. Okay. That just hasn't aired. It's supposed to be airing this season. So, okay. you know, you can go to Brush Pile Fish and check out some of the fishing that me and Russ did. We always have a good time out there. Awesome. I appreciate it. Well, yes, sir. like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water. That's right. <laughs>